This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 143. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. What's up, Spapreneurs? Happy, happy, happy day to you. It is Ramona Rice, the co-host and the founder of Spapreneur here. And it is a solo episode, just me and you chatting about business and this topic. I'm just going to prepare you that you may want to lower your volume because I may get loud and I may get really, really, really upset because we're talking about Groupon. Ugh. If you have been a fan of my podcast or listen to this podcast or any of my th- sayings, you already know how I feel about Groupon. I can't stand them. I think that they are terrible for our industry. I think that they are the worst thing ever. As a consumer, they're great because I can get all this stuff for super cheap. But as a business owner, they are terrible, terrible. And yet, I still see countless numbers of you on Facebook and other platforms going, I'm doing a Groupon, or I'm doing a Groupon, or Groupon sent me an email, and I should, I'm thinking about using them. And I get it, because Groupon last year had 34.2 million unique customers. That, that's a lot of customers. That's a lot of eyes. And even in your small area, when you have like, you know, people are not ringing your door, you know, your phone or they're not signing up, it can be really attempting to do one of these deal sites because you're like, but I'm going to get in front of a bunch of eyes. I was just on Groupon today and just in my local area. Like if I type Groupon it right now um, and I can see how many people, I'm recording this a couple of days before Valentine's Day and how many sites are offering couples massages in my area area. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're offering things like they literally have as a banner right now, love your way $30 massages. Like, come on. Like, I feel like we as an industry need to say enough of this. But I know for some of you, this is just what you believe in. I see actually one of my bigger competitors on here and going, you know, like, on there. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, like, seriously, why are you doing this? Like, seriously, one of my best competitors in the area is offering um, 30% off their couples massages. And then they're offering a facial um, for men for less than $30. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, you know, and it, it just amazes me. So I want to go through Groupon and I'm going to be honest, I'm going to go through some of the good things about Groupon. Like again, going and getting on to their platform means that Google will pick you up a little bit. It's not a lie. That's how SEO works. But I'm also going to really go through some of the fine print of Groupon because there's a lot of things they can do to screw your business. And here's the number one reason I can't stand Groupon. I don't have full control over the transaction. And I am a control freak. And sometimes that's bad. But when it comes to my appointment book and when it comes to my business, control is everything. So let's get started. First off, some of the good things about Groupon. Number one is this I thought was a really cool feature that they'll let you clients book right there on Groupon, that they actually let you, for some reason, though I don't know how it would work, 
they could schedule the appointment right there in Groupon. And that might be good, especially for those of you who are single practitioners without an appointment book. That could be a good thing. Me, I would personally hate it. Um, you know, there's no upfront cost for you which is really nice, especially if you're brand spanking new in the area and you have absolutely no money for advertising. It's really tends to be that no upfront cost. You know, people have brand awareness of Groupon. They know what Groupon is. They trust Groupon. So far, I haven't seen anybody being screwed out of money from Groupon. So there is that. And then you can also apparently claim your own Groupon page. Now, I've tried to do this. Um, I'm not going to do anything Groupon-wise. But for this episode, I went ahead and signed up as, as a user for my day spot, Stress Express. And working there. And all I can see is they want us to create a campaign. So I don't see where you can create your own, claim your own Groupon page, but they claim you can without paying for anything. Okay. So those are some of the good ones. Here's what I don't like about Groupon. Number one, I have said this over and over and over again. The Groupon customer is not loyal to me and my brand. They're loyal to Groupon. They often are value seekers there's nothing wrong with this. I, I want to be really clear. If you're a person who's like, but Ramona, I shop in Groupon. I get it. You know, you got a budget and you want to do something nice and these businesses are willing to be on there, then then that's their business. But I, my job as your business coach is to say, hey, I think this is a bad idea for your business and here's why. The number one thing is that that Groupon customer is loyal to Groupon. And this is the advice they say to convert. Like this is legitimately from their website of how they suggest under their um, frequently asked questions, like how to prepare your business to use a Groupon. There's actually customer loyalty. And the question is, how can I encourage new customers to return to my business? This is what they say. One tactic is to offer new customers an in-house discount on their next purchase. Many of our merchants find this a great first impression and incentivize return visits following Groupon deals. All right. So we got the client in on a Groupon deal. This typically 50 to 75% off. And then I have to split whatever's remaining with Groupon. That's usually a 50-50 split, okay? So I've already gotten the client in with a ridiculously low deal. Now I have to offer another deal to get them back in. When do they start paying full price? Because we've now trained the customer at least twice to only come in when they have a discount. I'm gonna go through this again. Their suggestion, this is the only suggestion they do to encourage new customers to come to business is to offer yet another discount for them to come back in. Now, I'm all for a pre-booking discount. I think that's actually a really good strategy. If you've got a customer and you say, you know, if you pre-book right now today, we'll give you this amount off or we'll give you a free upgrade or we'll give you membership pricing or however you want to do it. But I get to keep 100% of that money. And they've already come in and pretty much given me 100% of their money. I didn't have to split it with anybody. So I don't mind doing it there because it's an in-house discount. Here's another secret. You can run your own Groupon type deal inside your business. If you want to do a flash sale and do a six for five sale or do a buy two, get one free or, you know, three massages or services for a certain amount, you can do that anytime you want to. And guess what? I get to keep 100% of whatever I sell, even at the discount. I don't have to split it. I don't like the split because what is Groupon really doing? They're on a website. Yes, they have a lot of traffic. Yes, they, they'll promote you or whatever. And they claim they'll promote you all these other places. But I don't have control over where you're putting my message. I don't have control of who's seeing this. I don't know if it's going to my target market. And again, it's going to Groupon's target market. 
the people are loyal to group bonds. So that number one should be the main feature. But let's say, okay, you're like, but Ramona, I really need to do this. I have no clients coming in. Groupon has all this stuff. It's no upfront cost to me. I would rather massage or do a facial or get a wax, do a wax for a little bit of money instead of no money. I get that. I, I really do understand that. But here's some other things that I don't like about Groupon. First off, when I tried to go onto their terms of service, that webpage didn't even lo load up. But then they have merchant terms of service. And here are a couple things that I really, really, really bothered me. The first thing is this, is that Groupon decides if they're going to offer a refund to a customer or not. You don't get a say. Because again, the customer bought this through Groupon. So Groupon, if the customer complains and says, hey, I don't want to get this anymore, Groupon has the right to say, okay, customer, here you go. Here's the refund. And then they take your money. No, I don't like that. I want to control refunds. I want to control exchanges. I want to control all that stuff. The other thing that it was really surprising is that they get to decide where they're going to advertise you on any of their websites, any of their platforms. They can decide to make you a feature thing. And this is all good and said and done. But here's the other thing that they can do is that they can decide to extend your sale. It says it in the contract. They can decide to extend your sale or shorten your sale. Now, they can't sell more than the allotted number that you say. So let's say you only want to sell like 10 of those things. They can't sell more than 10 according to their, their merchant terms. But they can extend the sale if they haven't sold that 10. So that to me, I'm like, red flag. I'm like, no. The other thing is that you can be penalized if, the, let's say the client has six months to utilize this deal. If you're in a state that will allow expert days, because some states won't allow them for gift certificates of any kind. So that's the other thing. You may have to deal with this forever. But let's say, for example, you have six months from the time they buy it. So let's say they buy it in February and they're looking at like August to, to book. And between February and August, they forget to book and they wait till last minute. You have no bookings. And so they can only get in like September, October, November, December. And you have to, according to Groupon's terms, so long as they reached out to you beforehand, offer them the deal. Offer them the full thing they paid for. Now, I'm all for offering people the full thing they pay for. I, you know, if people pay for something, they should get what they get. They should get the full thing they get. But if it's expired, it's expired. If they've waited to the last minute and people wait to the last minute forever on these things, then I, as the business owner, should decide whether or not I'm going to honor it or not or whether they should make up the difference. But that's not what Groupon merchant terms say. You have to look at any of these deal sites, you have to look at the merchant terms really, really, really carefully. Like some of the merchant terms are really good. They want to make sure massage services are licensed. Um, but again, this is legitimately what it says, is that Groupon and its affiliates or business partners, in addition to connection with Groupon's promotion of merchant offering, merchant authorizes Groupon to shorten or extend the promotional value expiration date. I, I just, I, I don't get the control then. Groupon is making major decisions in my business. I'm sorry, that's not cool. It's not a good thing. So besides the customers being loyal to Groupon, besides the fact that, you know, I'm having to split 50-50 of a shitty discount, now an outside company who doesn't understand my business, who doesn't know what's going on. Hey, and by the way, we just had a pandemic where a lot of us had to be closed. They're saying we're going to extend these things because we want to. Or because it's good for our business. And oh yeah, if a customer wants a refund, we're going to give them a refund if they want it. And we're going to take it from your money without anybody knowing, you know, the reasons why. No, I'm not cool with that. I want control over those things. These, these are major financial decisions that you need to be in control of. So again, Groupon, it, it's just a bad thing to do. 
Finally, the one thing they say too is that you should redeem your Groupons. Let's say you sign up for it on their app or on their platform. So you're having to do double work. And for those of you who are single massage therapists or don't have a front desk staff, let me tell you, that starts adding up because I have to ring it up in my um, processing center so that I have accountability in my situation. But then I also have to ring it up over here in Groupon. And I know that seems arbitrary, like that probably takes a couple seconds, but you know what? Time is precious and there's not a lot of it. And those five minutes of that doing that kind of stuff adds up. And that could have been an hour you could have been doing an email campaign or a social media campaign, or you could have been reaching out to past clients who haven't seen you and go, hey, I need you to come in for full price. <sighs> I am begging you, if you are listening to this podcast now, if you're listening to me, I am begging you, pleading with you, ignore Groupon. Instead, if you feel the need you need to get your business going, if it's kind of dead and you're like, it's so slow. I am urging you to consider, have you done everything in your power to actually get clients in? I'm going to go through some lists right now. Have you called past clients? Have you shown them the safeguards you have in place for COVID? Because a lot of them are scared about that. Have you done a video showing them the safeguards are in place? Have you offered your own internal discount? Have you invited every single client that sees you to come back in? Have you run a Facebook ad? Have you reached out to local merchants and see if there's a combo or a promotional deal you can work out with each other? We just had the Dos Marcos talking about partnering with mattress stores. Have you reached out to that? Have you reached out to a local brewery? Have you reached out to complimentary businesses where your ideal client goes? Have you identified your ideal client so you know whether or not they would even appeal to an ad like this or a type of massage you want to offer? Before you run a Groupon, I want you to at least try all that stuff. And if you've legitimately, and I mean legitimately, tried every possible thing, and trust me, you haven't, then I'm okay with you doing a Groupon. Then I'm okay with you saying, fine, do a Groupon. But if you're doing everything, and that's just a small sample of a checklist I have inside of my paid community of the things to do when your business is slow. That, that's a resource that my community members get. If you've honestly done everything on that checklist, then you get to call Groupon. Then you get to say, okay, Groupon, get me some customers because I need something in the door. But otherwise, no, I'm never going to advise you to do it. I'm never, ever, ever going to advise you to do it. We did it back in, um, I believe it was 2010, 2011 when we moved into the spot we're in now. So over a decade ago. And yes, it's changed a lot since then. And I actually was able to negotiate a 60-40 split where I kept 60% of the money. But out of all those clients, I think we may have kept two. It's not worth it. It's not worth it for, for the amount of aggravation. And these clients, typically value-based clients, are typically demanding. They don't tip well. They don't book well. They show up late. They're just not respectful because their values are something different. When people value you and your service and your business, they show up on time, they pay the full price, they don't cause a ruckus, and they love referring their friends and family to you. That's the client I want. That's the client that I want to roll out the red carpet. That's the client that I want to charge full price on their birthday. I can say, you know what? This one's on me. Or this one's 50% off because it's your birthday. That's what I want to do. That's surprise and delight. That's how you build a reputation. That's how you build a lasting business. Groupon is never the answer, y'all. So I am pleading with you, if you've gotten through this episode with me, 
and you've heard all my ranting about Groupon, let me say it again. And I cannot believe in 2021, I'm having to have this conversation again with you, but I'm going to have it again. Groupon customers are loyal to Groupon. They are not loyal to your brand. They will never be loyal to their brand because they are value-based clients. And if you are a true spapreneur, you're not going to be worried about the value-based clients. Instead, you're going to be worried about the clients who are willing and able to pay for your service. You are not a charity. You do not have to discount your services just because there's something inside of you going, it's amoral to charge a lot of money. It's not. It is a right thing to do to say, you know, I'm going to charge this money because I need to keep a roof over my head. I need to be able to reinvest into my family and I need to be able to reinvest in my career. Your continuing education credits are expensive. The equipment you need to stay open and safe is expensive. You are worth full price. So if you're running a Groupon campaign right now, stop it. Cancel it immediately. Don't do anymore. I don't care how many times they call you. I don't care how many times they email you. You need to break up a Groupon. Or really look at the numbers and ask yourself, really be honest and say, okay, how many of the clients that have come through Groupon have come back in and paid full price for any service or any product in my spa or salon? Ask yourself that. <coughs> Ask yourself that. And if the number is more than 50%, okay, you may have a winning formula. But I bet it's not. I bet if you really looked at it, you would see that, oh, they come in often. But if you're doing multiple Groupons, guess what they're doing? They're buying the Groupons and they're using the Groupons to come in. It's become very, very expensive because you're paying not only merchant fees, but you're paying like 50% of that discounted price. And oh yeah, it still costs the same amount of money for you to actually do the service. So you're losing a ton of money. It's not worth it. I'm begging you. I'm begging, pleading, pleading. If you do nothing else I tell you in the course of my podcast career and my career here at Spopreneur, please, for the love of God, let the deal sites die. Our industry does not need them. You do not need them. Break up a Groupon today. If you like this episode and any others, make sure you are subscribing to the Spotpreneur podcast every week that I have either guest or myself or that crazy mother of mine, Lynn, here talking about real spa issues and real things that we're doing in our actual day spa. Unlike a lot of spa podcasts, I'm going to remind you, I own a 7,500 square foot day spa with 30 practitioners, five front desk people, and a couple of nutheads. <laughs> and it's true. So I have to deal with these decisions that I'm talking about on the podcast. I deal with this stuff every single day. I'm inviting you to join our free Facebook, Facebook group community. Just head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash spapreneur. There you're going to meet a lot of like-minded people. We're over a thousand people in there. I love it. It's such a great community. It's so much fun to hang out in and you're going to learn a lot more and I do a lot more cool things inside that free Facebook community. So you don't want to miss it. Above all else, I just want to make sure you know that I am invested in your success and I want to know how best I can serve you. If you have any questions, reach out. It's hello at spapreneur.com or you can message me on Facebook. I'm Ramona Rice. Thank you so much. And if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a rating or review. I'll see you next week. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com 
where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.